Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. And today we do not have a guest in studio with us. It is just the two of us and we are going to dish on one of our favorite topics that we talk about all the time, but I don't think we ever, we've never really focused an episode on this, Tosh. Yeah. We are talking about the fact that both of us chose to move here to New Brunswick and we're going to share all of the knowledge that we have based on that because as everyone knows, this is the hot topic right now, right? Oh my gosh, it's bonkers. <laughs> Back home, there are people that are messaging me constantly, how do I get out there? What what do I need to know about moving to New Brunswick? So much so that friends of ours just started a Facebook page about people, here's some information that you could find out before moving out here or people's opinions before moving out here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah, both of us moved Funny enough, from Ontario to New Brunswick, mm -hmm. uh, you are originally from Ontario. I am not. I grew up in Cape Breton in Nova Scotia, but had been. I've lived in Calgary. I've lived in Halifax, and I was living in Toronto before making the move to New Brunswick. Yeah. And you grew up in Ontario. I did. Yeah. But like, kind of <laughs> north Ontario, so it wasn't as crazy. <laughs> <laughs> crazy now. Crazy now. Wasn't when I was a kid. Yes, so for anyone who is tuning in for the first time, whether you're watching the video, you're listening to the podcast, um, yeah, welcome. We are going to share our knowledge. Uh, we did not move recently, like no. in the past year. So any of your questions about what it's like to move during a pandemic, we don't have any firsthand knowledge of that. No. Um, I've watched a lot of people I know make the move during the pandemic. Um, and again, those Facebook groups, uh, you mentioned one, but there's at least three or four of them that are out there. Um, and they are chock full of people who have moved during the pandemic and can share. I see people all the time now posting like, okay, what's it like to actually drive through different hot zones and different things? What oh. are the different regulations you have to think of if you're moving province to province? So go find those groups. We'll, we'll share some links in the show notes. Make sure you find those. But we're going to talk more about some of the more practical things and then some of the more like personal things that Absolutely. we think that especially parents might want to yeah. know coming yeah. here. <laughs> So let's start with some of that like very quick basic detail stuff. Uh, we can't tell you what it's like to move during a pandemic, but we can tell you where to find that. Yeah. What about things people need to know in terms of buying property here? Buying property? Mm -hmm. It may be a lot cheaper, but remember you have to put a lot of work into it. <laughs> yes. A lot of work. We, um, we originally bought a house and then we built and there was a lot of things, but also we were young. And naive. So there's a lot of things I didn't realize that went into to building a house. And then now, especially the cost of lumber is so much more. But I was told yesterday, actually, by someone that's running for mayor of Hillsborough, that building lots in Hillsborough are like on fire right now. Uh, same thing. So I live near the community of Salisbury. Massive, massive amounts of building lots, some fantastic opportunities, one that's right next to the school. Um, yeah, if you want to like buy a big lot and be able to build, like homes that you could then sell. There yeah. are lots of opportunities for that. I've, I'm seeing more businesses pop up for sale as well. I don't know if you saw uh, our beloved Broadleaf Ranch. <laughs> we have done a show from the ranch before. Um, and that's not a surprise to folks that live here that that business is for sale. Uh, it is a stunning opportunity for people. I would say the big thing that people need to know that we can share, since neither of us are realtors or yeah. property experts in any <laughs> sense of the word, one thing we do know is that property taxes here work differently because it's a provincial thing, right? So if you're coming from another province, do expect some differences. And one thing to keep in mind is that uh, what the terminology here is what non-owner-occupied. Non oh, yes. If you have 
<laughs> if you're thinking of like, oh, I'm going to buy a house now because I see the prices going up, but I'm not going to move for another couple months because of the pandemic or whatever, you may get extra property tax owing because of that, because of some laws that New Brunswick has on the books right now. That is true. And if you buy a property, live in your new property, but keep the old house because you just haven't quite moved everything yet or you're, it hasn't sold yet, you are going to have to pay double tax on that. Just a heads up. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. If, the, if that home's here. If, the, yeah, if they're yeah. both here. Yes. If they're both here. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're, if you're thinking of buying a residence that you're not going to live in, make sure you ask some good questions of whoever you're dealing with in terms of real estate about the property taxes and how that all works and make sure you're, you're not surprised by it. Yes. Right. Um, I also think the tax rates, some people don't realize that they shift uh, municipality to municipality, which that was a big factor when we bought our house. Uh, we bought in what New Brunswick has these wonderful little pockets of land that are called local service districts, LSDs, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they don't fall within your usual municipal bodies. So you're not properly in a city or a town or a village that has its own tax rate. You're in this in-between area that has a different lower rate because you don't get some of the same services. You're probably going to have you know, well water and you're gonna have a septic tank that you're gonna have to get pumped every couple of years, but you're still gonna get snow plowing and garbage service and all kinds of stuff. So part of the reason we bought exactly where we did was because we fall into an LSD between two municipal yeah. spots and our home if it were you know a few feet that way a few feet that way pretty much would have about double the tax rate tax rate that it does yeah we both actually live in lsds and different ones and it's definitely something to keep in mind especially if you're moving from the city there's a pretty good chance you haven't owned a house yet so if this is your first chance owning a house then there are, are a lot of things when it comes to your taxes and ownership and water and sewer and all that stuff that you're going to want to look into before making the move, which they won't be surprising. Trust me, it's nothing you can't deal with if you've been paying Toronto rent. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's nothing that's necessarily, you know, specific to New Brunswick. Yeah. You're going to run into that if you're moving within the province or within provinces, whatever. Just make sure that you, yeah, do some re research to know the questions to ask. And uh, I think we'll, we'll have some uh, resources we'll link to for yeah. that as well. Uh, we don't want to deal too much on the real estate thing because like we said, that's not our gig. Uh, one other thing that we want to touch on, uh, transportation. If you're used to living in a city or even near a city, we don't have the same types of public transportation out here. It's we don't have the population to maintain things. So if you're moving and you're thinking, oh, I'll live rural and I'll commute to the city for work, you totally can't. But you're going to need a vehicle to do that. Yes. We don't have go trains. We barely have transit services <laughs> that aren't very much centered in the urban centers. Um, and even those, if you've lived in a bigger city, you're going to find are very different. Very different. There's and not a bus every five minutes. Yeah, it's like yeah. once an hour, I think. Because I bought a car very quickly because I learned, even living in town, that I was going to need a car. Yes, and it's the urban centers are trying their best. Oh, yeah. And as the population grows, there will be more opportunities there, I think. But yes, you're probably going to be a vehicle family for sure. Mm -hmm. And that vehicle, you're going to have more registration than you might be used to. You're going to want to do undercoating and it's not going to last as long as you think it might. <laughs> <laughs> because living in New Brunswick, it's very different on your vehicle than very. living in somewhere like Ontario. It's true. And actually in Ontario, when I was growing up, and I don't know if it's the same because I have been out here almost 20 years now, but you safety your car once. 
that's it. You get the one-time safety. Here you safety every single year. So, which is lovely because then we have a lot less junkers on the road, which is because you're right, true. the weather here is harder on vehicles, but that was something that really shocked me. And there's no e-test and that's the emissions test, uh, which I assume is probably part of the safety. Um, but that's what you have to get checked every year or every other year in Ontario and here you don't. So. Yeah, and I know there's similar tests like that. I remember in Alberta, there was, it was completely different when I had, because I've owned a vehicle in Alberta, Ontario, New Brunswick and Nova Scotia. And yeah, we, we have a lot more regulations around things when it comes to vehicles on the East Coast. So that's something that you're going to have to get used to. Um, and it's not a huge hurdle. It's no, not, none of these like, are. It's not no. crazy. It's just different. <laughs> yeah. uh, same thing with education. Education system, very different out here, especially if you're coming from, say, in Ontario, where you're used to having to choose between which school system and then getting to choose schools. If you're moving to New Brunswick, and it's the same basically in the Maritimes, um, whatever your postal code is, your address, that's pretty much going to determine where your kids go to school. You don't get to pick and choose. You don't have to finagle your way into the right schools. We basically have, in New Brunswick, we have an Anglophone system and a Francophone system. Both are based on location. Mm -hmm. Within the Anglophone system, there's a French immersion program. If you were going to like the French schools in Toronto, you don't you won't necessarily be able to do the French schools in New Brunswick is my understanding, but you're going to want to ask questions of the school systems for that if that's what you're interested in. Because I can't say for sure my children started school here in New Brunswick. Yeah, so same. I only know based on my friend's experience that some of those big differences between the school systems. Um, also, if you're used to having options for private education, you're not going to find as many here. There are more and more popping up. There's a couple that are long-standing, wonderful institutions on the East Coast, um, like Rothsay Netherwood here in New Brunswick, well-known private school, but there's not a lot of those options. There's a new one opening uh, in the Moncton area, and I think we'll see more of those pop up. Um, if you're interested in homeschooling, I'm told New Brunswick's actually a really great place to choose if you're the, like, I want to do it myself type <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it doesn't have the same regulations as some other provinces have in place. So yeah. th those are kind of things. I know a lot of people move here and they're like, oh, I need to find out which school is the best school. They're all pretty much the same. They all change year to year based on the staff, which is the same of any school anywhere in the world, it's in my true. opinion. Yeah. But basically, whatever your postal code is, is going to help you determine where your kid goes to school here. And if that's the case, if you find a school that, that you've heard really great things about, then you look for a house in that area. And you, you look for a house in that postal code, and that's how you make it work. Uh, something, too, that uh, was a bit of a shocker to me when my kids were old enough to go to school, they start school at five here and not four, unless they're a, uh, what do we call it? What's that? Red-coated kid? My, anyway, red my youngest was four. <laughs> red shirt. That's the, that's the other. Yeah. yeah. So my youngest was four when she started because she's a December baby. But there's no pre-school. Yeah, there's no like, jun there's junior, junior kindergarten. kindergarten. So you're going to have to have your kids in a preschool in a daycare until they start actual kindergarten. And it's uh, K to eight sometimes, sometimes K to five. I, where I grew up, there was no middle school. So that was a whole new world for me as well. And I, I know they have them in Ontario, just in my small little area, <laughs> we did not have one. So that was, that was a shocker. And I know a lot of people have seen that recently. Like I yes. thought my kid would be going to school and, and they're not. 
So, yes. and that's relatively new here. Like my husband is only 38 and he started in grade one because kindergarten didn't exist here then. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing my husband started, but yeah. But there were, there were other programs yeah. that existed that you, know, you might put your kid in that were a kindergarten type program, but right. they weren't part of the school system the way they are now. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah, New Brunswick is very different in some respects when it comes to education. But I also think it's fantastic. You'll hear, it is very different in terms of what's in the curriculum. If you're used to things like the IB program in high school, you're not gonna have as much access, easy access to that. You're, you're gonna have to work a little harder for some of those other programs, but it's, I think it's fantastic. They, and you know what, um, there are a lot of side programs. Like uh, you can go back and listen to an episode that we did with Melody Land with the Boys and Girls Club of Riverview. They have so many great extra activities that high school students after school students can be doing as well. So definitely something to look into, uh, into the extra programming if you're feeling like something's missing. So let's talk more though about like the nitty gritty, like, okay, you are, you are committed. You've figured out all the technical stuff. You want to know what life is going to be like. What's different about living here? It's slower. <laughs> and like that, everybody and for most says people, that's that. the reason you're coming. Yes, exactly. Right? And everybody says that. Everybody says like, get ready for the slower maritime way of life. That is not a lie. They are, and I am now, which is, I think. Yeah, you're still saying they. I uh, no, they, me, <laughs> I, I run my life way slower, but I, I felt like I never fit in in Ontario because I was a laid back person. So coming here, I literally stepped off the plane the first day and went, I'm home. This is exactly where I need to be. And it's not a bad thing. I just find that people aren't as anxious and they aren't as go, 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 go all the time, which is lovely. But what I do find with that is that we're about, two to three years behind other provinces when it comes to fashion, when it comes to yeah. like things like that, like social media phases and stuff like that. We miss those things and it's not a big deal that we miss <laughs> those things. But you could be watching this in Ontario or you know Alberta or BC right now and go, oh my God, that shirt she has on is so <laughs> three years ago. I just got it. So, <laughs> well, you look this one. This one's a very New Brunswick shirt. It is a very my New fried clam shirt. shirt because that's pretty much the unofficial food of New Brunswick. Fried clams, maple syrup, fiddleheads. That'll be new to some people. Yes, I had never heard of fiddleheads. Coming. Yeah, um, and I like that's one thing where I'm like, that is such a New Brunswick thing. Like I grew up in Nova Scotia, I heard about fiddleheads. I never knew anyone who ate them or picked them or they just stop on like the that. side of the highways and pick this food yeah. off the yeah. side be of the careful road. with that go yeah. to health canada and f or there's a page on pickle planet where you can get a recipe for fiddlehead soup mm -hmm. that links to health canada with because you have to be careful yes they um, can be dangerous same thing with yeah. the shellfish out here uh, yeah you can't just necessarily go to the beach and scoop up shell like it's not john cabot years anymore where you can just like get buckets full of fish out of the ocean and feed yourself all the time there's there a maritime reference if there ever was one the john cabot years oh, come on. No, that, that's a heritage canada minute a heritage minute right he comes and they put the oh, everyone knows that one of a certain age yeah, of our age <laughs> I love the heritage minutes. Oh, I miss it makes me sad minutes. that there's only one a year now. Yeah. Like, no, I need these all the time in my life. Do you know how many times a day, a day, maybe a week, I reference toast is burning? It happens often. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, <laughs> you. we really do love the heritage minutes. We just so love to do Yeah, we, we could. We could probably just do voice all of them right here, right now. My friend and I did that one time. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes, we, we had to drive for work and we had gone to an event. We were driving back to the station and it was like a good hour and a half drive. 
And that was our game, was to how many of those we could oh name. And that was before you would like pull out your smartphone. Neither was, like one of us had a cell phone. Because yeah. we were on a work trip. <laughs> and it belonged to work. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, but speaking of that, back to the transportation thing and like the slower pace of things, uh, one thing I remember noticing when we came back from Toronto um, and we bought our house in the country, mm -hmm. <laughs> people were like, oh, you're going to live way out there. It's going to take like 15 minutes, 20 minutes to get to town. People will think you are crazy yeah. if you're going to drive 15 minutes to town. And when you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to scoot down to St. John because it's like an hour and a half, I'll commute that. There are some people here who do that, and then there are other people who think like you're that is a huge day weekend trip if you're going to drive that far <laughs> so it's a very weird dichotomy you're going to find depending on who you deal with yeah some people will think like that you should a drive of more than 15 minutes is long and if you sit in traffic for more than a minute you're in traffic yeah nothing no. drives me <laughs> more nuts than the complaint of traffic traffic here in our area because there is none there literally is no traffic can we talk about drivers? <laughs> be prepared. Be prepared. We said things are slower. The drivers are slower. Um, and I'm merging. Not merging is very polite here. Merging is so polite. We're, we're just going to stop and let, let you come Everyone. in. Everyone. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> bring, bring that. And that's how traffic happens right there because you're not <laughs> yes, following. That is most of the traffic issues. <laughs> it really, it really, really is. But you'll learn to i don't know you'll learn to love it i think because i find myself doing it now where i'm like oh just come on <laughs> come on in it's no big deal um but i don't know if like young young drivers i don't mm -hmm. know if it's a thing here yeah. but there is definitely driving there courses. are some driving classes out here yes and, and but they're not as prominent as no. i found in the cities because no. you don't have city driving as much yeah. right and that's the thing, like, even when it comes to city driving on the East Coast, none of our cities are that big. Yeah. Um, some of them are very old, so we're not placed on like a grid system like you might be used to, especially if you're coming from, say, Alberta. Yeah. Alberta is going to come out here and be like, what is with all these roads? Because yeah. they all go this way. And one-way streets. <laughs> if you move to New Brunswick and you decide to take a trip to Halifax, be prepared. One way, yes. A lot of one-way streets. one-way streets. It's like, have you ever been to Kingston? Yes. Kingston, like Ontario Kingston. was like, they just had an overabundance of one-way street signs and said, build a city. Like that's, <laughs> Halifax exactly. is Kingston very similar. Kingston is old. It, it yeah. has to do with how old the city is, exactly. right? Yeah. Whereas, yeah, when I lived in Alberta, everyone was like, how can you not understand? And I'm like, I couldn't understand directions because everything was in these squares and everything was like this way, then that way, and everything was numbered, numbered. And, yeah. and directions. I'm like, no, no, no. I base things on like, Okay, so at the old co-op, you go yep. this way, because <laughs> that's how people here are going to give you directions. It's true. You're and not eventually gonna get you're going to get yeah. to understand. You're going to know where the old co-op was, even if the co-op hasn't been there for thirty years. Yeah, and it's getting close to that now. Actually, <laughs> it's been gone for the, quite the one some time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that is that. Like you're definitely going to run your life around landmarks from now on. People will say like the old Moncton Mall, which oh, which is now yes. Canadian Tire, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Charles, yeah. our producer's yeah. nodding. He's like, yeah, it's definitely, he's the only one originally from here. <laughs> yes. But both of us are married to guys who grew up yes. here. And so we get some of these references. And every now and then I'm like, Alex, where was this? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are people talking about? Where was this? <laughs> um, and the history here, though, is <sighs> fabulous and fantastic and fascinating. And we won't get into that because we have done episodes on that. And you can go back and listen Please to them. Do. Or if you're moving here, hit us up and we will talk history 
of that we love all day long. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I want to touch on, and we have, I think, maybe touched on this before, is the idea of the kind of welcoming you're going to get when you come here. Mm-hmm. The Maritimes are known for being friendly, and I think that is 100% accurate for 99% of the population. People here are excited that people are moving here. People love to see new people. They love to share all of their hidden gems and the things that they love about this place. And they're so good at being friendly, but they are so not used to having to make friends. (laughs) And like that extra step, I think I've, I've tried to do a lot to teach people what that extra step is between being friendly and being a friend. Mm -hmm. You can be friendly, but it takes work to make a friend. And when you're moving to a new place, that can be really hard. If the place is super friendly, but everyone already has their friend groups, it's hard to find a place to fit in. And so be prepared for a little bit of a, you know, give yourself some time. It's, I think it's similar to like when we talk about kids going to school and we talked about kindergarten, like Mm -hmm. give your kid till at least October before you're really worried about whether or not things are settling. Yes. Like give yourself like the first year you're here and look for organizations that you can join because I can tell you there are fantastic volunteer organizations in every community and pretty much every one of them wants new people. So if you can try a couple different things that you might not find the right fit the first time, don't give up. Try another one. Find those groups and make those connections. Facebook is still really big out here. Yeah. And the Facebook groups, (laughs) like those are solid places to make connections. Anything that kind of starts with like, ask this town or this town's news chaser, scanner stuff or whatever, you're going to get a somewhat more jaded response to any question. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Find these groups that Jenna and I were talking about. Yeah, that will share some links to ones that are about moving to the area or ones that are based around like parenting, like Mama Chat in Moncton. That is where you find all the moms and some of the dads and caregivers and network of moms in St. John. Like that's, it's a big group, but it's mostly St. John based. Like they're, find those kind of parenting groups and we'll put in some of the links. Those are going to be key to finding real connections that you can then build on to find, oh, this is an organization that I could go give Mm -hmm. some time to. We are going to run out of time here. We are. What else do we need to tell people? Just when you do find those people, trust us when we tell you they're going to be your people. Like if you're willing to move out here, um, trust me, the people, once you can actually break that barrier, they're absolutely incredible. Or you're going to be like us and find us who are not originally from here and you found each other. Yeah. Produce. I saw that one come up a lot. I know we're really running out of time here. We don't have big organic grocery stores, no, but you're so going to find sad. lots of organic stuff. It's so sad. It's farmer's markets. Look for the farmer's markets. Yeah, and they're so good because yeah. we have actual farmers here. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, no, it's totally like take the trip. And like Jenna said, you can message either one of us anytime and ask us any questions because that's what we want to do too. We want to help you come down here and we yeah. want to be your friend. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> the whole point of how we started this podcast. Yes. Was I wanted to get to know Tosh better, so we started a podcast. Now look at us three years later. Yeah. And so we, uh, you can find us on social media on Instagram at Pickle Planet Moncton for me and on Facebook and just the website PicklePlanetMoncton.com. And, and all the socials for me, Tosh.Wood.Taylor. 
Thank you for listening to this episode. We are thrilled that you're listening. We hope you love it so much that you're going to hit the subscribe button. You're going to like, you're going to tell your friends and family. Don't forget to leave us that very important review as well. And you can find us on all social media platforms. Me as Tosh.WoodTaylor. And you can follow Pickle Planet Moncton on the website, Facebook, or Instagram. 